You ready to uh, get get on this gravy train, sir? <laughs> gravy train? I wish. Yeah. The gravy train is running out of your house. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hemorrhaging money on this project, my friend. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Gravy. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to Crazy Train. Oh, oh, gray, oh, oh, gray oh, oh, yeah. But that's how it goes. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Two dumb assholes with the bucket head show. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you got to leave that in. Cold open. Um, uh, all right, yeah. let's uh, let's do it. Yeah. Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 299 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. One, two, three, three at, at a time, time, baby. This is Getting Head. Logs, friends, bucketheads, the cast of Meet the Deedles. Yes. One of the hosts from Robot Wars. Yes. Um, the voice of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes. The uh, One of the assistant animators on Cat Dog also. Uh, Matthew Lesko. Uh, yes, the, the question mark, mark Q himself, Matthew yes. Lesko. The real Riddler. The, <laughs> yeah. the real man behind the Riddle Box. That's like, I think one of my favorite memes about current events is just like a picture of Matthew Lesko and it says like, this is Q. That's <laughs> uh, just the best. Uh, also, um, the the one Cenobite from uh, Hellraiser who looks like uh-huh. a big tub of jello. Him too. He's yeah, listening also. Welcome. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Welcome. He's also Q. Yes. yes. He's also, <laughs> yeah, uh, where we go one, uh, we go uh, into a realm of experience. Hell yeah. I'm this is episode 68 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. Oh my God, we're so close. We are. I am we're- so close. <laughs> I'm so close, baby. We're, we're so close. This is the closest I've ever gotten 69ing. Yeah, I do. <laughs> As a virgin, this is what I would imagine it would feel like to 69. I feel like virgins think 69ing is cool, and then you do it, and you're like, I mean, Uh 69ing is cool with the right person. It's difficult to find a person where 69ing is great. Sure. There are very few people where I'm, like, super comfortable, like, you know, sucking on their clit while uh, my entire nose is in their vagina. Mm Mm-hmm entire nose yeah i've yeah, got a big just, schnoz so yeah it's, it's like right up in there it's a i mean i'm sure it feels great for them it was probably like right on the g spot doing that g thing N- with, ain't nothing with but my a schnoz g thing yeah yeah, yeah. schnozzed for her pleasure baby <laughs> wow uh, but it, it's, okay. it's difficult to like get a breath in because you're already you know uh-huh. doing shit with your tongue you can't really breathe in with your mouth and so you're relying on and i'm not i'm no fucking olympic diver i can't hold my breath for five minutes or whatever it's, yeah I yeah. know, I gotta go for for air. I'm a fucking fat whale, you know? <laughs> what? I imagine fat whales have to go for air more often than... Uh, okay. All right. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'm not fat or a whale, but you know what I mean. No, you Maybe, know like, I mean. the blubber would help them ascend the water quicker? I don't know. Or retain... 
Let's know. just. I'm, well, I'm gonna edit that out. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, well, um, whale talk. Yeah, whale. Welcome to whale talk. Yeah, that's our is... podcast. Yeah, we're here. We made it 68 episodes uh-huh. um, into this podcast, and that's amazing. Uh, I don't have anything in particular for 68, other than that. If you add six plus eight, that's 14. That's uh, that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's how old I am mentally. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, totally. Uh, what's up with you, Britt? What you been doing? You know, mostly hanging out indoors with a broken foot. Yeah. Um, you so you, you've had a lot of time. What have you been using that time for? Um, you know, did podcast stuff. Got that way done ahead of time. And nice, nice. Getting a lot of movies, watching some movies, mm-hmm. selling some stuff online, jerking off a lot. I mean, yeah. Jerking, jerking the gherkin. Jerking yeah. uh, the gherkin. And I, it's, it is actually a gherkin because every night... I uh, encase it in um, brine. In, in a brine. Yeah, good. Okay, yeah. good. Just it's just most, checking. Mostly sure. just white vinegar. Uh, uh-huh. I was gonna say white vinegar, but there is some sugar and some you gotta spices. pickle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, I pickle my dickle. Yeah, good times. That's that's good fun. Times. What's going on with you, Spencer? Wow. You okay? Um, well, you know, nothing. Just another week in hell. Um, yeah. It's just kind of regular stuff. So, no, I, honestly, like, this last week has been a lot um, mm-hmm. with, like, work and whatnot. Have you ever watched someone that is, like, much less competent than you get promoted to a supervisory role of you and then watch them fail at it and then be like, wow, this sucks? Oddly enough, I've actually watched that happen in the mirror before. uh for sure yeah it's just like that's a joke i am such a competent leader no no, i yeah yeah, you can't even you can't even make the joke i I, I, I have to rescind that because i'm like i am such a great boss wow i would suck my own dick humble humble person i didn't even fuck any of my employees when i was a boss i would until i was no longer their employee or their employer Mm -hmm. and then fucked them that's a responsible thing though yeah that's true yeah you know who didn't do that bill gates okay bill gates uh in melinda gate he met her when she was working way under him and then you know you got to work way under him if you know what i mean <laughs> licking that ass yeah dude he yeah. fucking yeah you think you think bill gates like fucks you think he can like lay pipe at uh. all no <laughs> what, what what billionaire <laughs> really. do you think has the best and then the weakest dick game I don't know. I feel like Richard Branson. Yeah, I was going to say like good, Richard Branson. That was the only him. one that came yeah, to he's, mind. He's the only one who I think might be able to fuck. Um, Maybe. But then, because he looks like Don Johnson, you know. And you, you like got to assume that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You listen to that song. You listen to his album, Don Johnson's mm. legendary album. Inter- interesting so good. thing. Um, Don Johnson, I don't know if you knew this. He reprised his role in uh, Nash Bridges, and they made a Nash Bridges film last year. Wow. Oh. I did not know that him, him and Cheech Marine. Yeah. Whoa! I didn't know Cheech Marine was still alive. Yeah. Is Tommy Chong still alive? Yeah, man. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of like drama unfold at work. Nothing terribly exciting there, uh-huh. though. Well, uh, is it is it like a TNT? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, drama welcome. Yeah, I thought that's not their. That's not a thing. It's a drama something. It's not. Dra- it's, you're thinking of characters welcome from USA. I am. I and think so. it, 
TNT. I, I don't know what TNTs is. Isn't it like... It's drama something, I think. Well, it's explosive, right? Uh, maybe it's the People Network as of 2014. Now, oh, yeah, TNT drama. Uh, oh, that's just its on-air branding. It goes by TNT drama for its original series now, I guess. Okay. And their, their new slogan is... Um, Boom. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> That's fun. I, I, you know, there's a lot of good TV, uh, state or TV channel slogans. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we use one all the time. Yes. Uh, uh TBS. Uh, very funny. Mm-hmm. When we, we want to say something's very funny, but mostly in a sarcastic way, yeah. we call it TBS. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like the, uh, the Scooby-Doo film that we watched earlier for a bonus episode, I would say that film was pretty TBS. That was very TBS. Extremely TBS. Incredibly um, TBS. So, I, like I said last week, uh, I've been watching a lot of speed runs, mm-hmm. and uh, the speed runs are fun. And I watched this, like, I watched a couple of these, like, SpongeBob SquarePants speed runs. That's you good. saw me watching one earlier. Yeah. You walked wa- in walked on that. In. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I tried to, like, turn it off really quick because I was <laughs> like, oh, you can't, you can't see this. Like, fumbling with the controller well, yeah. while trying to stuff your dick back in the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, failing miserably. It's and I'm like, totally, how did you get inside? Totally like, natural, Spencer. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I watched a couple of these. And it reminded me of this game. SpongeBob SquarePants: The Battle for Bikini Bottom, mm-hmm. which is a game that was released on the like PS2, Xbox, and GameCube back in the day. I played it on PS2. I remember renting that game mm-hmm. and basically playing through it in a you know weekend, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Thought it was pretty good uh, back in the day, but forgot about it entirely. Watched some speedrunners playing it, and was like, "This game is cool." And turns out there's a remaster of that game on the PlayStation. Downloaded it. Been playing that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm at that age now where I'm really appreciating nostalgia for the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something about it that like appeals to me even more just as time goes at that on. Age, you've been at this age for at least three years, Spencer. Uh, at least, I would say five years. Yeah, I, I think it started say, when you, I was 28. You, you literally yeah. run a meme account that's like pretty much a nostalgia machine. Yeah, that, that's really what it is. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, uh, I mean, but like, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm still like really channeling that nostalgia energy. And uh, I, you were you were I, in a band called Nostalgist. <laughs> that's actually true. That is true. Uh, oh wow! Like, oh, that's funny. You played bass, so you weren't like a real member, but you were in the band. <laughs> that's that's true, and that's true. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. I actually like I I, I so I, in in uh, in uh, wow, I can't talk. Um. So this nostalgia wave, right, that I'm mm-hmm. um, riding, uh, I, has also triggered me to like purchase some VHS tapes I as well, that. and you, you can actually see them yes, here in my room. I can see my, um, right here. I, I, it is uh, Disney's Meet the Deedles, uh-huh. and then Masterminds. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, so two two fi- six. So Masterminds is from ninety seven, and okay. Meet the Deedles is from ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are two films that I both I owned these same VHS copies when I was a mm-hmm. kid. Um, and I've since found these ones, which are both in good shape. The, uh, meet the Deedles one has some like, uh, rental branding on it, mm-hmm. but the masterminds one is in like pretty much perfect shape, which is great. Love, Love to see that. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's exciting revisiting some films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've got, I've managed to rope you into ripping Did, these films say, for me. You don't even own a VCR, do you? No, and I don't plan on it. I was just going to like potentially 
You're literally just trying just, to convince you just to rip them for my me. Labor. Yes, okay, yes, exactly. Great. Thanks, dude. I'll compensate you. I'll compensate uh, okay. you. That's that's fair. I mean, do you do you are you keeping the tapes? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because I'll take the tapes as payment if you don't want them. But if you no, I want the tapes. Them. I want the tapes. Um, but yeah, fair, we'll, fair. we'll figure something out. Okay. It'll be it'll be good. But yeah, it's, it's been fun to revisit some of that stuff. What what have you revisited late recently? Scooby Doo. Yeah, and, and the music of Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We did both revisit that. Um, what do you? Wait. Yeah. What else? Gosh, I I can't really think of anything I've actually revisited lately. Like, uh, well, we've been playing Diablo too. That's, that's been something. That, that's that actually we're, a good point. And yeah. like, it's the technically we're playing the remaster, right? But it does. We the are rem- revisiting it, it because it is just the, it is just that game. It's like, the exact same game. It is just, just like that game upscaled yeah. with like maybe new items. Yeah, it looks really nice. Looks, yeah, it's, yeah it's, and there's new. Fun. I think the animations are kind of redone a little bit. They yeah, look, it's upscaled. Definitely. They look. They look like, really it has good. Different textures yeah. and sprites, but like in yeah. general, it's the same game. Same ass game yeah. for sure. Which is cool because I mean I fucking love that game. I probably sunk. I'm gonna say probably between four to six hundred hours in it. And that that was like prime masturbatory years too. So yeah, you were like, right? so let me let me imagine what your life was like then. It was was this like. Pre-base, or is this base time as well? Nothing's pre-base. I mean, I, I started playing base at 12, so... Okay, so yeah, this is... So So your time was split then between playing base, mm-hmm. masturbating, and Diablo 2. Oh, uh, don't forget DTRM and uh-huh. watching Man of War DVDs. <laughs> oh, that rules. That was, wow. That, was, you that know, was my life when I was 15 years old. You know 14 what's, or 15. You know what's fun? Man of War DVDs are basically the WWE of metal. I never even thought about that, but yeah, they are very... It's very so much the same kind of yeah. thing. Oh, And yeah, Joey DeMaio definitely rips promos. Oh, yeah. Every concert. He's like, give me the mic, give me the mic. Listen, all you motherfuckers, uh-huh. all you metal motherfuckers, we're all here today for one reason, the metal in our hearts and, you know, shit yeah, like that. And it's totally, like, totally. I mean, dude ripped a crazy good promo, mm-hmm. but that's because, like, he lives his fucking, I mean, I, he's playing his gimmick. He's playing a character. Yeah. Joey DeMaio, the character, is inseparable from Joey DeMaio, the person. That's true. At this point, I believe. That's true. Wow. Which is cool. Uh, but yeah, that's that's quite a life. Um, it's been interesting playing Diablo 2 because I've been playing with you and your brother. Mm-hmm. And that's been really fun. It's cool, like the way the online stuff works and whatnot. Uh, but also what's interesting is that, that I never played Diablo 2. You know, and I've, I've played yeah. a lot of video games mm-hmm. as, you know, covered here. But I, I never really played Diablo 2. I played a shitload of Diablo 3. Uh, but yeah, never played Diablo two, so like, playing that for the first time uh, has been quite interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a neat game. Yeah, there's definitely elements of it I like more than Diablo three, but I'd say Diablo three definitely uh, got more right and less wrong. It's a different experience, it you is, know. But also, like they uh, they like rebuilt Diablo two on the Diablo three engine, so they did clean up a lot of the mistakes in the second one. Uh, at the same time, you know, it's it's a little more laborious than three. It's a little less user friendly, I feel, mm-hmm. but it's still a great game. Yeah, it's a really good game. Yeah, it's definitely like it, it. I feel like it shows its age more than I kind of expected. Like yeah. there are some things about like the menus and and like your inventory thing, and like stuff I feel like, like that. The that like loading time is still kind of crazy for a game that looks like it does. 
Oh, it loads super fast on. Okay, well, on, I'm, I'm playing on PS4. Yeah, so. yeah. On yeah. PS5, it's fine. I, yeah. I didn't notice anything weird. It's yeah, it's not like crazy fast, but it's not doesn't take a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised because like I, I played it on computer kind of recently, and like the loading screens are almost instantaneous. Whereas on a PS4, if I take like a scroll of town portal back, it's like a good like ten seconds of loading. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting. Yeah, like the menus I feel like are really, really, really dated. Super dated. Like, like to a point where, like, Balder type shit. I'm, I'm like, why? Why yeah. don't they just like? Why don't they just redo the menus? Like, because you could yeah. really like, you could like the way that. It, so, for example, the thing I'm thinking about a lot is like the um, like when you level up and you gotta like do your skills and whatnot. Mm. It's split into like twenty different pages. Yes. It when is. it could all just be on one page. It could. Like, it literally just be, or, like, maybe, like, three different pages, mm-hmm. you know? But it's, like, it's all, like, broken up in all these different pages, and it's it's annoying. Or, or and it, I'm, like, yeah, why? It'd be, it'd be better if they had, like, a level-up screen instead yeah. of making it part of the sub-menus, where mm. you had to skip to the different sub-menus. Totally. And yeah. that's one thing I like about Diablo 3, mm-hmm. that they got that stuff, like, totally right. It's right. just, like, you press the pause button. If you need to level up, that's what pops up, and it just you just yeah. do it really quick, and then you're good. It's nice. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I got Diablo three as part of buying Diablo two remastered on, nice, on PS five. Nice. And so I installed that and I've been playing that and it's so good. Yeah, how, it's so how, fun. How is it on PS five? Good. Uh, well, I mean, it's the, just the PS four version. Oh, right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, did you get that as a part of, uh, Diablo two remastered? No, oh, cause I already dang. had Diablo, I have Diablo three on disc. Oh dude, the ultimate we edition. should play, we should play. Yeah, yeah it's tight. That yeah. game's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause uh, I never played it with the necromancer class cause that was a DLC that they added later mm-hmm. and it's, tight necromancer really is like good. my favorite class to play as I it's just got it's to, very different on, yeah. on diablo 3 super it is, different it is actually yeah um but oh. anyways video game nerd talk oh yeah it's pretty tight yep um yeah i got i don't know i got nothing else but cool. do you have, but you might have something for I me think i might what's that is it a bucket fact I is it for have, me i have a bucket fact for everybody Today, we're going to talk about one of the most divisive projects among bucket bots science faction. What? Science faction. <laughs> okay. Science faction. Okay. Science Faction is a supergroup put together by Bootsy Collins sometime in 2006 or 2007. Okay. The other members of the band are Buckethead, uh, Brian Mantia, also known as Brain, mm-hmm. uh, Toby Donahue, also known as DJ Bodius, and producer nice. slash guitarist Greg Hampton, uh, who also produced some stuff for like um, Alice Cooper. Yeah. Uh, they only released one album and one recording altogether called Living on Another Frequency, also known as Loaf. <laughs> nice. Released on November 11th, 2008. Okay. The album also has features of Bernie Worrell, Dan Monty, oh. and Public Enemy's Chuck D, among others. Interesting. I want to listen to this album. So in, uh, in an interview for UGO.com, uh, a vocalist, guitarist, and producer for the band, Greg Hampton, explained the origin of the band, saying, I've known a lot of people that have been associated with the Funkadelic camp over the years, and I've always been a big fan of Bootsy's solo work. I approached him to do a solo record that I wanted to do, collaborate with him on, and subsequently, we started with a funk concept originally, and it mm-hmm. morphed into a futuristic vision that Bootsy had. 
There's a lot of books that are on this thing. What the world will be like in 2099, for example, where it's half cyborg slash computer slash machine slash musician. He had a vision of a modern rock band, and one thing led to another. As far as me being recruited as the singer, he had heard some things I was writing for soundtrack submissions that were real heavy. So subsequently, he said, let's make it a band. Tight. He brought in Buckethead, Brain, and some other cats. And I brought in some on my side. It turned into a great body of work. We had written probably 50 songs, recorded 23, and finished probably 17. The final album has 13 tracks. And when it comes to bucket bots, they are very, very divided. Why divided? Well, firstly, it was very highly anticipated with it being announced in September 2007 and supposed to release later that month. But it got pushed back three times uh, until it was eventually released over a year later in November. Weird. Um, Why was it pushed back? I don't know. They they didn't really um, say anything about that. Um, Upon its release, bots instantly noticed that instead of being something like Bucket and Bootsy's previous collaborations – which were mostly funk with hip-hop and a metal influence, mostly instrumental, the album is something more of a radio rock forward vocal rock album uh, being heavily compared to a mix of Audio Slave with some of the funk and hip-hop elements of Praxis. What? I know. Did you listen to this? I did. What? I need to listen to it. Yeah, the Chuck D song is really good. Uh-huh. And the opening track's pretty good. There's like three or four good tracks, but like all of the ones that sound like radio rock are just like, what are they doing? Huh. Um, okay. Yeah. It's very much an experimental radio rock album, and it's really just not for everybody. Huh. But it's still in the Buckethead canon. Uh, still got Bootsy in there. He does, you know, he plays a lot of pocket stuff, doesn't go slap crazy, mm-hmm. doesn't play a lot of cool stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's it's. I think it's very divisive, for a very good reason. And what um, a weird thing! Dang, I feel out of the loop. I gotta check yeah, that out. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but if you're into it's interesting, I would recommend listening to it just to see if it's something you might enjoy. Because you know, it's at least very well done and well produced. It's mm-hmm. just definitely not for me. Tight. We listen to three more pikes. Yes, three more pikes. Three more pikes. Three more pikes. Three, pikes. more pikes. Pike two hundred two, two hundred three, and two hundred four. Five days till Halloween. Scrap bra- ah, font. <laughs> F- scrapbook front. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Pike 203, Four Days Till Halloween, Silent Photo, and Pike 204, Three Days Till Halloween, Crow Hedge. Do you think he uses like a like a random generator thing I've for these? That time, time. I, th- I think he's more intentional about it. Some of them, I don't know. Some of yeah. them, I don't know. I feel like some, some, some of these, he's just refreshing a captcha. Speaking of calling it in, Pike 202, Five Jesus Days Christ. to Halloween, Scrapbook Front, yes. released on October 27th, 2015, just one day after the previous Pike, Six Days Till Halloween, Underlayer. Yeah. Yep. This one's a, one of those. 
It's one of those. It's a. Uh, it starts out with a combination of farty synth noises. Yeah. And uh, what sounds like to be field recordings of doing laundry. Yeah. Yeah. One time, um, I played this noise show mm-hmm. at this place. Um, ah, what the fuck was it called? Um, it's this place in Seattle. It was like a, it's like Radio Free something or something. It's like a radio, like a pirate radio station or something. They had shows there. Anyways, played this show um, with, with that band we mentioned earlier, Nostalgist, mm-hmm. um, and it was a noise show. Yep. Uh, primarily, the other artists were all uh, noise, and. I was like walking around outside because I got really bored watching the noise. <laughs> no offense, uh, but some, the first artist that played, I was, I was like, part, noise I was boring. like, I, I don't want to sit here and listen yeah, to this anymore. I bet you don't. So I was like walking around outside, and um, I was like, I so I was calling a friend of mine, and I was talking to them on the phone, and I like looked up, and there was one of the apartment buildings right around there. This is in like the Capitol Hill area of Seattle. Um, one of the apartment buildings down there in the top floor, it had like uh, each of the apartments had like these blinds on the windows, right? They had these, these like floor to ceiling windows and they had mm-hmm. blinds on them. Yeah. So it was like kind of a fancy building. And uh, the blinds were angled at just the right angle that where I was on the street, I could see everything that was happening in that apartment. Okay. And there was a couple just having sex. Hell yeah. And like right in front of the window. Hell yes. Hell and yeah. so I just like stood there and watched. Because I don't know. You're a voyeur. It's cool. We, we <laughs> no, all our, we all have our kinks. Okay, Britt. It's okay, okay, dude. okay, it's Britt. Okay, dude. Uh, I was, no uh, I, I was there. You know, I was there, uh-huh. and it was happening. And yeah. I feel like, I don't know. What, what are you supposed to do? Like, um, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, that was just a weird experience, and then I like they finished, and so then I walked back inside. Did, did you finish that? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I finished well. the phone call I was having. Okay. Uh, but interesting, because I was laughing about these people boning in the window, but yeah, it was it was quite quite explicit, and they n- never noticed that everybody could see them. That's a great story about noise music, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for... so like that's that's what. <laughs> You Thanks know, for your contribution, Spencer. It's more um, it's more interesting than talking about this album, Britt. It this like this is speaking of phoning it in, like it's yeah. just it was it's just noise, man. It was, it it's noise. just noise. And it, it it's ambience. Is this dark ambient? No, no, it's not. It's just Okay. Ambient. We we gotta like we gotta, um the, it's not dark ambient. The album continues. Uh and from the farty synths, we have some real synths that show up and are kind of musical for a minute, but then not really at all. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, after that, yes, we well get said. some like, uh, more synths and percussion hits with a lot of delay on them. And then I think occasional guitar, but it might just be like guitar samples on the synth. I'm not sure. Between parts five and six, there's some kind of musical dissonant John Carpenter stuff going on. But it's not great. This album is the musical equivalent of having like an extremely bad like gastrointestinal problem uh like in a public place. Yeah, definitely. And so what is this album for you for that? Well, this this album is not enough toilet paper. Oh. This album is not enough toilet paper in like in in a restroom 
where maybe there uh what about like a busy restroom and like there's like a gap in the door of the stall and like so there's like people coming in and out but like then they can kind of see you and you're like shitting your life away that happens then i come in and out because (laughs) i like people watching me shit obviously why would i expect anything else why else would i take a dump in a public restroom unless i wanted people to watch me and jerk off that's true (laughs) that's true then if they're like hey you can't do that i'm like well why are you watching me shit (laughs) you can't watch me jerk off and take a shit that's weird dude (laughs) like well you're moaning and i'll be like (laughs) yeah if i was doing it while i was taking a shit would you still look in on me fucking weirdo (laughs) pervert it's not illegal what uh, what menu item is this from Jack in the Box? Uh oh. Uh we're gonna have to do a different one. I'm not super familiar with Jack in the Box. Um like what about Burger King? I can do Burger King. Yeah, that's because you go there for the impossible whopper. I've ne- I've no, that's not why I go there. Possible. I don't go fruit. there. You don't go there. Then how do you know their menu? Uh because I used to go there when I was a kid. What to, what I have not eaten fast food, Brit. I have not eaten fast food since or like, mm, okay, that's not true. Uh, I've had fast food, but I've not had like... Excellent fact, thank you. I have not had anywhere like... I haven't had Burger King in like 10 years, probably. Uh, cool. I don't know. Neat. It's been a long time. It's good Good information. I, I'm bad at facts today, Britt. Love I'm fact challenged. You're going to have yeah. to help me. It's okay. It's, it's We're going to have to make it through. Anyways, no, no. I'm so, going to fa- fact check you into a wall like I'm, a hockey player. <laughs> Nice. Um, this is like okay. Now I'm gonna do Taco Bell actually because like that's the menu I know that, the best. That wasn't an option, Spencer. You're just switching up fucking. What do you Taco expect Bell's me to good. do? What, Taco Bell's good. Okay, Brit. Brit, what Jack in the Box menu item is this? Since you clearly know, tell us all. This is the mini tacos. Okay, I've heard of these. The mini taco. I mean, they're fine, but it's like four dollars for a little box of them how like many they, come in a box uh i don't know like 10 of them but it's the equivalent of like maybe how big are they two or three tacos and two tacos costs a dollar at jack in the box so for four dollars you get the equivalent of maybe a dollar fifty worth of tacos so they're not bad they're just not worth it and the tacos are fine there's no reason to get small ones I think the novelty is i'm sure people like the novelty but yeah that's that seems like a reasonable complaint yeah it sucks. Like it's it's a bad Sounds value. Sounds like it sucks. It's a bad value. And Pike mm-hmm. 202, even if it's selling for 2 bucks on the Bandcamp, bad value. <sighs> Maybe I for the 13 say, cents yeah. it says on the cover, that'd be fine. Yeah, I mean like the album art is kind of neat. Like yes, but that's the best part of it. It's not very good, you guys. Like, I I struggled through all three of the pikes this week, I'll be honest. And this one... Hey, but we're almost through Halloween. We're almost there. We have one episode left uh, with uh, Matt Collins next week. Episode 69. 69, baby. You know what? And, And... What nicer thing than to be done with the Halloween pikes? That is Yeah, nice. and especially with our friend Matt. It's yeah. going to be a glorious celebration. Glory hole celebration. <laughs> Speaking of glory hole celebration, Pike yeah. 203, four days till Halloween, silent photo, which are the only types of photos you take at the glory hole. <laughs> Have you ever seen a glory hole? Like a real one? October 28th, <laughs> 2015, one day after wow. Scrapbook Front. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. 
Just just avoiding the question, huh? Some cool. You know, it starts out okay. You know, it has some cool ambient pads reminiscent of like Aphex Twins earlier ambient stuff. Um, Selected ambient works. Yeah. Uh, oh, and love the, Aphex Twin. Yep. And then uh, it also sounds like for the entire 30 minutes the album plays, someone is crinkling a bag of chips, but it's the sun chips when they try to do the bio bag. And it was the <laughs> loudest thing on earth. It was extremely loud. I remember There's that. There's yeah. so much crackling and crunching on this album. And it just sounds like someone's like throwing paper at bigger balls of paper. <laughs> or like, yeah. It's so weird. I don't know why he chose the field recordings he did to include on this album, but it's like, I mean, it creates an ambiance that's dumb. Do you think those are the Twin Towers on the cover? You're you looking at? Like, it kind of looks like the yeah, Twin well, Towers I mean, on the cover. Since on our Twitch stream you have a picture of the Twin Towers. Literally behind it. it yeah. yeah. It, it definitely suggests to the mind that perhaps those are the Twin Towers. It d- does look like it, so and I'm going to assume. Do you, do you think this is the next uh, disintegration tapes? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Okay. I don't think it is at all. Hey, Britt, what... Uh, uh, what what health complication among 9-11 survivors is this album? Oh, this is definitely mesothelioma. <laughs> it definitely is. That's what I thought, too. I was like, it's mesothelioma. I mean, uh, so straight up, if, if, uh, I can't talk. It's if mesothelioma. you have listened to uh, Pike 203, Four Days Till Halloween, Silent Photo, uh, give us a call. You at, may be entitled at, to compensation. For financial compensation, uh, <laughs> we're, we're reachable at uh, 425-310-2416. Yeah. Yeah. Call that if you have mesothelioma. Please. Or if you just want to, like, I don't know, say whatever the fuck you want to us. Yeah, that's um, fine. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got a question for you about this album. Tell um, me. What uh, activity is someone doing on the bus that they shouldn't be doing <laughs> on the bus is this album? Well, that's a good question. It's definitely not uh, talking about pancakes. I'll tell you that. No, 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 it's not that. Um, okay, there's a lot of okay. You know what this is? This is this is a drinking a an alcoholic beverage on the bus, but not out of like a bottle or a can, like out of like a like like a fountain soda cup that mm. has no lid. Yeah, and which is like really not a great thing to be doing on the bus uh-huh. like firstly like I, i'm not gonna be like one of those people that's like don't drink beer on the bus i think it would be tight if we were allowed to drink beer on the bus like whatever yeah. but like the folks that do be doing that sort of thing sometimes be drinking them out of like a fountain cup and then when the bus stops suddenly they go stumbling forward and their fountain cup full of malt liquor it goes all over me no 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 <laughs> this, uh- I, I almost agree with you. However, instead of like uh, that type of cup, I'd say it's uh, one of those shitty like triangle cups you only get at water, <laughs> like water coolers. Why would it be? They're, they're just drinking always, they're steel, steel, steel reserve out of a little triangle on the bus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> at least it wouldn't be that much liquid at that point. Yeah, true. Uh, the time that that happened to me, it was a lot of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's terrible. Yeah, it Fucking, sucked too like, because like then the dude, then the bus driver was like, "Get off the bus!" And then the dude had a freak out and was like, "No!" And then they stopped the bus and locked the doors, and we had to wait for the police to come take the guy I off love the bus. That. I love it that. fucking sucked, dude. Yeah. It was just because this guy was drunk and he like fucking got up when the bus was dude, stopping and then like tripped over everyone drunk and spilled on his the bus. Are the worst, dude. It was too much, and especially because he had an, his open yeah. drink that he then spilled all over me and the guy next to me. The guy next 
next to me got way more of it than I did. I only got a little bit of it, um, but the guy next to me got fucking doused. So, so uh, this is the type of bus rider I am. Uh, one time I got super drunk and I was taking the bus home uh-huh. and I had to puke. Uh-huh. And so I puked in my mouth and held it for like three minutes until we got to the next stop and just got out and puked <laughs> a bunch. And then walked the rest of the way home. Actually, you know what? That was on the night that I met the cat in the mayor's yard. That oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I thought you didn't remember being on the bus. I don't. There's a little little bits come back to me. I definitely kind of remember that. Wow. Yeah. What a life. What a life. Yeah. Um, it's deep lore. See episode whatever for that. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Pike 204, three days till Halloween. Crow Hedge, released on October 29th, 2015, one day after Silent Photo. Yeah. Crow Hedge. Crow Hedge. That's a cool name for a record, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a black metal band. Uh-huh. So this this album has guitar again. We're back to playing guitar. Uh, sort of, yeah. I mean, like, it's incredibly, like, effects-driven and not, like, musical, really. I hated this album. It wasn't good. It's a lot of weird synths and mostly pads and then some weird voice synths and some basses and then like some dissonant shitty guitar stuff. And, um, yeah, it, it's like, it's ambience for something that like I'm tired of at this point. Like the, the thing is with the Halloween bikes is that they're so non-musical that they're basically interchangeable to me. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's been like two or three where I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's good. I, I like that. But I mean. Yeah, like, well, I, yeah, I'm just saying like the majority of them. Yeah, there's been a right. couple that I, there, are good. Yeah, for sure. There's some that I, I hate that I can definitely differentiate uh, between yeah. the others. Like, there's that shitty banjo one, and that's different from all the other ones, but it still sucks like most of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, you know, and I, I, I usually don't like criticize things like saying, hey, that sucks. I usually say it's like, you know, it's not for me. It definitely wasn't made for me, but like. Totally. Yeah, same. Right. But, like, you know, you got to look at the intent and like the effort put into it. And a lot of these are very obviously low effort or if they're high effort. I have no way to explain how or why Buckethead made them because you listen to his high effort stuff and it's amazing. Yeah, it's like actually amazing. It's good. Yeah, don't hit that. I would even say you listen to some of his like medium effort stuff and it it like blows this out of the water. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Every way, every way, every imaginable conceptual way. Yeah, like like the, the average Pike is better than all but like two of these thirty-one days till Halloween albums. Yes. Like these are yes. all basically below average. Yes. And that sucks. It does. I mean, um, I like the idea of this project, but I do feel like my patience has been tested. Right. With this. We only have three more left though. That's three more after this. Wow. That's true. So it's uh. Two days till Halloween, one day till Halloween, Halloween? No, so it's two days till Halloween, happy Halloween, and 365 days till Halloween. Oh. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Um, what uh, what terrible open mic night act is this album? Oh, dude, this is like... This is like a couple mm-hmm. singing acoustic Christian songs. Mm, together yeah but like yeah 
one of them doesn't actually play acoustic guitar, so they kind of use it like a drum. Yes. No, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. So it's, it's, it's the girl. She mostly sings, but, but she has a guitar. Well, but she slaps it, but like the eminent domain of the guitar is very out of key with the rest of the song. Uh-huh. Yeah. It doesn't sound good. Uh, and they're just like singing about God and like how yeah. much they like him. and Like everything's in F sharp, but because the guitar is an E standard, she's hitting it and it's just hitting E over F sharp and it sounds super weird the whole time. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, it's that, it's that, to, that's what it is to me. Mm-hmm. What, um, what, <laughs> um, speaking of which, what, uh, goth night faux pas is this album? <laughs> Ooh, this is, you know what? This is a pretty simple one. This is just not tipping the volunteer wait staff at the golf bar. Well, oh, like, you tipping got them it. like fifteen percent, and I'm like, listen, they're volunteers. So you gotta the drinks are super cheap. You gotta tip twenty five percent, or you're a fucking dumbass. It's the goth club. Mm. It's mm-hmm. the goth club, baby. I was gonna say like just farting a lot, uh, either farting a lot or or like uh, requesting like Marilyn Manson to the DJ. Mm. Like so, oh, so, yeah. someone who's like who is like goth, not even goth, but and also like, like Marilyn Manson is goth adjacent. He's like, goth adjacent, but definitely. But however, he's not actually goth rock, and he's been canceled by goths. Yes. Goths are great at keeping people canceled as they should. <laughs> that that is true. the The majority of the goth subculture is uh, highly educated. And also extremely leftist. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really honestly two types of goth: those who listen to Combi Christ and those who think they're Nazis. And that's like those who think they're Nazis are like eighty percent of goths. Combi Christ Nazis. Um, Hate to see it. You really do. You really do. Uh, that was that was it. That that's, was these yeah. three pikes. That was yeah. We did it. We um, did it. I did it. You think I've gone too far? I did it. Guilty as charged. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the Dave Matthews Band song. These uh, they, they wrote that before they dumped uh, 800 pounds of shit on <laughs> uh, some tourists in Chicago in 2003. Uh, yeah. 2004. Was it four? Yeah. I thought last year was the 18th anniversary. Uh, 2004. Was it seven? Okay. Still, beautiful moment. Beautiful well, you'd love to see it. And one of the greatest moments of society. I do, do. Do you think I've gone too far? I've worked with a lot of people that are, like, obsessed with Dave Matthews in a way that is, like, distressing. That's very distressing. Yeah. Like, uh, he does a thing at, out at the Gorge yeah, where he does, par- like... My parents have gone to that one year. It's like a three-day thing. Yeah, they went to all three days. Why would you do that to yourself? I, I, okay. I don't get it. It's not for me. Nope, definitely not for me. Yeah, I imagine doing a bunch of whippets at the fucking Dave Matthews camp out. Like, wh- what are you doing with your life if you're just like doing whippets and like jerking off, right? And you're like looking that's, at that, the stars. That's fish fans that jerk off in at the concert. <laughs> Dave, Dave. That was the most amazing. Like you, yeah. You, yeah Dave, Dave Matthews yeah. Band fans are mostly, I think, like families now, like doctors. They're the type of guys who, yeah, they're who, doctors because and they have access to nitrous. Yeah, and then gonna, they well, fucking yeah. hit hella they're, nitrous. They're guys who do mushrooms like twice a year, um, but don't deserve to. 
Sure. Yeah. But also nitrous. Yeah. Dude, that's one thing that, like, nitrous is so fucking weird. I had no idea, like, how popular that shit was. And now I feel like I see that shit everywhere. It's always it's like, been popular. I know, I know. It's just been something that's, like, flown under my radar until recently. And so, so and I've been seeing it everywhere. A lot of times, like, you'll notice, especially at festivals and stuff, you'll notice just balloons. Yeah. Oh, well, all, all yeah. Over the place. Mm-hmm. And that, that's all nitrous. Yep. No one brings a fucking balloon to a concert. Like, it's all nitrous. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. These three pikes, see how they come. I don't think they do. These pikes don't come. They don't come. They've got a weak prostate. They don't fuck, and they certainly don't come. Britt, would you like to go on a journey with me? Uh, As long as we're not going back into these fucking pikes. No. Where are we going? Fuck it, Void. Statements from the fucking void. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here at the part of the show where we just desperately scrounge for material because there's nothing. Um, So this is the first week in which absolutely none of our bucket void comes from the pikes we listened to this week. There was literally nothing for those. Like there's nothing of any value. Nothing came from the pikes this week. And also I don't think either of the hosts came from the pikes. No, definitely not. I was unable to finish. I was unable to reach climax while listening to the pikes this week. It was impossible. I was like, um, I was like Russia in World War II and unable to finish. <laughs> wow. Uh, bucket jokes are leaking. No, that's um, a history joke. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Too good for bucket jokes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. I would say, I would say sure to that. Um, so where did I get bucket void stuff then? Um, so I went and I looked at some other buckethead videos on YouTube. Um, so the first one that I found was just like a video of his, of a concert that he played. Uh-huh. It was like a full concert, um, Beautiful. in 2016. There were some comments on there that I thought were pretty Ooh, funny. Was this, um, was this the one where he performed with a uh, big D because that was the last time I think he performed with her. I don't know. I didn't watch the concert. I just no. looked at the, the comments. God damn it, Spencer. Okay. He's got to watch the show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyways, kick things off. Guitar Flash Custom 2.0 Songs seven years ago says, Buckethead is better than Slash. And somebody responded, because apparently that's a hot take, Mm -hmm. and said, The Flamin' Skull 500 said three years ago, simply, fuck you. Fuck period you period. Yeah. Which is a pretty... Heavy statement. Yeah, like, that's a bold fucking claim. Bold yeah. fucking statement to be like, fuck you. Oh, uh, also, also, his profile yeah, picture I was, is Slash! I was, I was gonna his say, profile yeah. picture is Slash! Yeah, oh but, my God. but obviously Slash from the early 90s because yeah. it's shirtless Slash when he was not uh, ashamed of his breasts. Oh, yes. Slash yes. be packing these packing, days. Packing them titties. Yeah, them packing hogs. Them hogs. Yeah, he's, he's got them big old mommy milkers. Big old bazongas. Big old bitties, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, SH dot, or SHM says two years ago, I'm a 59-year-old musician. Takes a lot to impress me. I'm impressed. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, all right, neat. Thanks, old man. <laughs> Glue Sniffers says three years ago, oh. Jimmy Page not even in the same p- 
Page as Hendrix. Isn't that because Jimmy Page, the page he's on, is the sex offender registry? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Alley oop right there. Just perfect. Just whoop. Um, yeah, Nothing but, but net. But honestly, like, yeah, Jimmy Page is not nearly as good as Hendrix ever was. Like, totally. Hendrix was a revolutionary guitarist. Jimmy Page was fine. He's uh-huh. a decent guitarist. He's a He's little fine. sloppy. Yeah. He, he, he would have definitely, like, been better in a band that wasn't just three-piece for music. Uh-huh. And, yeah, if, if he had, a, like, a backup, like, rhythm guitarist, you, he would have shined, I think, a lot more. Sure. Yeah, um, I've never been a huge fan of his playing. I know he's, his playing is very influential. Yeah, absolutely. To a lot of people, um, I've never really been into limp. Uh, I I almost called them Limp Biscuit, uh, but no, Led Zeppelin. Le, sorry, uh, le, Limp Zeppelin. Limp, yeah. limp Zeppelin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Zed Biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> Limp Limp uh, Limp Zeppelin. Yeah, never never quite been into them that much. Uh, they're fine. I think Cashmere is a good song. Yeah, they they have some good songs. Cashmere has a really cool riff. Yeah, dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, 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 you and know, the use of cool. the, the the bow on the guitar is really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's so. cool. It's cool. I mean, they have some definitely good ideas. They were very influential in rock. I, I respect their influence. However, I don't like most of their songs. Some yeah. of their lyrics are cool. Like they do some cool, and also like. Their influence is undeniable. Yeah. Without, you know, without them, we wouldn't have heavy metal. Or Greta Van Fleet. So maybe, <laughs> maybe fuck Led Zeppelin. You're right. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Limp Zeppelin. But especially fuck Jimmy Page. Dude's a fucking pedophile. Fuck him. Yeah, well, somebody responded bro, Somebody responded to Glue Sniffers here uh-huh. and then just, just said simply, Aaron Carver, uh, sorry, Aaron Carver just said simply, three years ago, edited... Look up Dimebag Daryl and Chuck Schuldner. I mean, I mean, and then what? Yeah, I don't they know. were both really good guitarists, but yeah. kind of on a different page. Yeah, page. and they're, they're just metal dudes, and yeah. like that's chill, and they're really no. good. But also, like, but also, like, I don't get the argument about like people like arguing about who, what guitar player is better or whatever. It's yeah, like, like, dude, it, nothing, yeah, none of the, that matters. This dude is technically more proficient, like thirty years in the future, like. Yeah, that's because, you know, like, guitar changes and, like, yeah, you know, dude. people get better, like, techniques develop. Like, any guitarist in the early 1900s would be fucking blown away if you showed them, like, you know, nubbing or sweet picking, shit like that. They'd be like, well, you're a fucking guitar wizard. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, par for the course for a lot of, you know, genres these days. Totally. And so, and like also, you know, it's, it's wild to me when people will like compare like Jimi Hendrix to like modern people. Cause I'm like, yo dude, like that was like, Jimi Hendrix was popular in like the, the mid to late sixties, mm-hmm. bro. Like the electric guitar was invented in the fifties. Yeah. Like electric guitar has now been around so many more magnitudes longer than Jimi Hendrix was even alive mm-hmm. that like, it's a totally different ballgame now. Like, how can you so, even, like, so, that's not even fair. So here's here's something crazy. The period of time between the electric guitar being invented mm-hmm. and Jimi Hendrix dying is less than the period of time between Dimebag Daryl dying and now. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, We're right. old as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild. Think about that. The metal world's 9-11. Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, like, Speaking it was, it was 9-11 for racists. <laughs> oh, no, no. 
<laughs> oh no. That's like I want that to be the name of the episode, but I really don't. That's terrible. It's okay. I'll take I'll take the the criticism. YouTube YouTube user Pancakes99 says two years ago edited. We must preserve his DNA for the future of mankind. I almost put this in cum corner, but because yeah, uh, yeah. it does sound like he wants to suck pan- suck his fucking dick. He wants to yeah. suck that bucket dick for also, sure. Also, um, in response to pancakes, uh, ninety nine. Um, uh, easy to make ninety nine. It's great ninety nine. Maple syrup ninety nine. Baby, baby. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, there were some responses to this, and yeah. one of those responses in particular I thought was pretty amazing. Imagine, <clears throat> imagine like <clears throat> asking Buckethead to like go to the sperm bank and donate. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, be like I, <laughs> I do every week. <laughs> Why do you think I don't smoke weed? Mm. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Who knows? I'm not. I'm not a patient. I just drop it off for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In the fucking uh, the triangle cups. So in re- <laughs> nice, nice. So in response to preserving his DNA, YouTube user Tristan Taylor responds one year ago, COVID-19 vaccine is in his blood. Just listen to music to get results. Every time you go outside, just repeat treatment. <laughs> This is the most wild anti-vax theory I have seen I, I know, ever. Truly. It's like, it's, it's beyond the, oh, I'm not going to get the vax. I just want to get herd immunity, so I'm inoculated. It's, no. it's so far beyond that. It's, no, it's literally. Yeah, like, just listen to Buckethead every time you go outside and mm-hmm. uh, you don't need the vaccine. No. Which is really like beyond the pale of what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> truly, truly. Really. Um, it's really something I... I'm glad I got to showcase it Tr- today. Tristan Taylor, do you think that's uh, Tristan the Toolman Taylor? <laughs> obviously, obviously, yeah, okay, okay, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Taylor Thomas, perhaps? <clears throat> yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Straight Up says five years ago, I think my bowels just released on their own. OMG, that performance was the shit. In this case, literally, he shit himself. I mean, ho- hopefully... Your bowels do release on their own. Like you, that's kind of how pooping works. Um, Jeff straight up. Yeah, he's got a beard. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a beard. Yeah, he looks like um, if uh, Isan was on unemployment. (laughs) Um, Uh, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that's all I got for YouTube. We're going to go into some other stuff here. And this is just going to be like random statements that I grabbed from places. Uh, I think all of these are from Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, except for one at the end here. Um, So (laughs) we'll start with uh, former guest Brad, uh, secret undisclosed guest. Brad. Who said something I think we can all relate to. I have once again become a victim of my own hubris. It will happen again. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Such is life. Mm-hmm. Namaste. Uh, some random message request guy sent me a message that said, quote, you're the Reuben guy, right? And then a picture of what looks like a restaurant offering a Reuben egg roll. I have no idea what he's talking about. This did was you, his only you, message to you, me. Did you ask what? No. So how... 
I'm so confused. I have quite, ask him what he's. <laughs> figure out what the Ruben guy is. <laughs> we need to figure out who the Ruben guy is and have him on this program. I am curious about yeah. who the Ruben guy Who's, is. Like I have. It's Ruben Stuttered from American Idol. It could be. We don't know. Uh, I have no idea who the Ruben guy is. If you know who the Ruben guy is, we have a hotline for that. It's four two five three one zero two four one six. You can call us and tell us all about who the Ruben guy is. Please, it would be great. Enlighten us. We'd love to see it. Anyway, speaking of statements from the Instagram void, last night I had a dream where I went to Chuck E. Cheese and you were the server. You were really grateful I came in because y'all weren't making much money that day, but I had actually snuck in and wasn't paying for my food, so I felt pretty bad about it. Brains are weird. Yeah, Brian Mantia is pretty weird. Yeah, I feel that. Brain. Um, Such is life, you know. I mean... If you worked at Chuck E. Cheese's, what would you do there? Uh, I'd be a pizza cook for sure. Yeah, I would make pizza. Yeah, definitely. I'd be the person who stamps the uh, children with like the same number as this parent when they come in, so uh. children don't get kidnapped. <laughs> but nice. I, I, I'd give all the parents different numbers for their kids <laughs> just to fuck with them and be like, "Wait, are you trying to kidnap this child?" Of like, course no, you would. Yeah. No. Yeah. My exactly. kid, and I'd be like, "I don't think it is, buddy." Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be really funny. That'd be a fun mix-up. Yeah, that I'd would be fun. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you, you get people stealing kids, and then you'd be like, well, the numbers, they match. So yeah. can't do anything just, here. As a joke, give them all like 420 as their number. <laughs> 420-69. Get high, take any kid, baby. Hell <laughs> yeah. They're all yours. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so got another message here. These are just Instagram void comments, these random messages that are yeah. sent to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody says, ex-coworker at the record store was obsessed with ween, and he took poops that managed to make the entire back half of the store uninhabitable. Impressive considering the size of the store. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah, it does track. Like, stinky, stinky guys, ween guys, they're the here, same here, guys. Here's the thing. Anyone who is a fan of ween does not have what anyone would consider a good diet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody that I know who's like, oh yeah, ween is like kind of weird and smelly a little bit. Yeah, the type of people who listen to ween are the type of people who will like make Hot Pockets and put extra cheese in them. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're no, right. I'm not wrong. I've thought about yeah. this. Totally. The weird people. Like the, the people who fucking listen to ween only maybe take three poops a week and they are devastating not only to their body and their <laughs> sphincters but also to anyone who has to behold that smell uh, that's true it's a, it's a type is true. it's a type it like, is a type it is a that's type actually the boognish is actually the name for a poop that like destroys a workplace yeah, that, that, yeah. that's true that's what that's called that's it's a urban dictionary look it up yeah yeah <laughs> we gotta add that di- that definition, by the way. We do, we do. That should be merch that we sell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a t- it just shows a-, a toilet with a huge like fucking brown snake, and it just says "boognish." <laughs> and then the definition of what it- it's like a poop that is so rank and gnarly that the party has to be cleared out. <laughs> party, ween folk aren't aren't invited to party. <laughs> That's true. Ween folk, ween ween folk. Uh, so. That person that sent me a message a while back about the secret fleshlight oh, we talked about, they, they sent me another story that's also pretty good oh, and also oh, poop-related. Lo- lo- love to hear that. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to share that story as well. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so here we go. 
It was the summer of 2002. I remember that because it was the summer that Mountain Dew Code Red came out. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends didn't have much money for fun. Oh, sorry, didn't have much money. So for fun, we'd drive 10 minutes out of town to this abandoned drive-in theater that was recently condemned. We'd hop the fence and go get stoned slash drunk on the abandoned playground, sometimes staying for hours. We did this most nights for a good week or two until one of my roommates awkwardly asked if any of us were also experiencing bright, fluorescent, green, painful diarrhea. It was then that we realized that we all had it. Turns out the drive-in was condemned because it had previously been a toxic waste burial site for the nearby pulp mill, and the city had shut it down because of high levels of radiation. So we all started thinking that we had radiation sickness and that we needed to seek medical attention. We collectively decided to discontinue going there and to wait and see if the symptoms went away. And over time, they did. A month or so later, my roommate came out of the bathroom and announced, I solved it! It wasn't the drive-in that was causing our shits! It was the Mountain Dew! <laughs> We'd been getting refillable cups from 7-Eleven full of Mountain Dew Code Red because it was only 95 cents to fill them. Turns out, the red dye they were using to color it was causing us to shit bright green. I still can't bring myself to drink the stuff. Interesting. Amazing. How how does red dye make one's bowel movement green? I I don't know, but I have had experiences like that. Certain dyes will come out a so, different color. So yeah, so recently, I mean the whole this whole week I've been having weird green poops cuz I've been drinking a lot of um like the uh light blue uh Powerade uh sugar free. <laughs> and that definitely nice. makes everything green, but I understand that cuz that's like you can mm-hmm. buy it in blue with other things, and it makes it green. Mm-hmm. Combining red with anything else, unless, I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. How's yeah. It green? That's nuts. I don't know. Unless they were doing a real Baja Blast up in that. I don't I know. I could see getting Baja Blasted. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got blasted. Yeah. Great, great, great story. Thanks for love, sharing. Love that. Love, that. love to see it. Um yeah. So, two things left. One of them is a statement from the Britain Void, and the other one, I'm hesitant to bring this in, but I'm just going to share it real quick because I think it's funny. This is a statement from the Reddit Void. Mm-hmm. I just screenshotted this because I thought it was funny, and this is just something I saw in the wild. Mm-hmm. There's an article on r slash news titled, 190-year-old Jonathan becomes world world's oldest tortoise ever. And the top voted comment from... You slash massive cock lover 69 mm-hmm. is he really just watched slavery happen and did nothing about it, huh? SMH. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pretty good. Well, let's be fair. If he was, um, if he was British, like he was born, he was only like two or three years old when Britain outlawed slavery. Slow. Yeah. So, um, wow. You know, it's true. America was like 30 years behind, but he was definitely a fully grown adult in his 30s when yeah. when they finally got rid of slavery in America. So uh, maybe fuck you, Jonathan, you <laughs> tortoise-ass racist bitch. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, lastly, but certainly least. Yeah. Statements from the Britain Bowl.
Are you actually gonna some, at some point like make it lo- a little bit longer just to fuck with me? You could just pitch it down. That would make it longer. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Like we'll you see could, what, you could we'll see do what that, happens, Spencer. We'll see. Uh, we we never know what the future holds. Yeah, we we don't. That's true. Um, speaking of what the future holds, on September thirtieth, twenty nineteen, at nine oh one p.m., you texted me and said, "I was just thinking about." Uh, sorry, I was just thinking that I don't really know anybody who stands seminal nineties slash two thousands public pool rock band <laughs> Sugar Ray, and I wanted to offer you that position in my life. You know what? That's very generous of me. It is. I also really love the phrase public pool rock. Like that's <laughs> public that's a, pool rock public, band. Pub, public pool rock band. That that is definitely that is the perfect way to describe Sugar. Ray, I would agree. Except for the for their first album, which is metal. Almost. Metal is hell. All right. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, very much so. It's like Slayer, <laughs> Sugar Ray's first album, Morbid Angel. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that, but all right. Uh, Public pool metal, then. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Market boys. Hey, Spencer, what the hell do you have to recommend to me this week? Oh, fuck. I fucked that up, didn't I? Oh, uh, that's okay. Uh... Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought because let's just do that again. Hey, Spencer, mm-hmm. what do you have to recommend to the, me this week? Um, I have what I'm going to recommend to you yeah. is that uh, <laughs> is a compliment you gave me the last time you came to my house. Okay, you were like, "Yo, your house smells better than I've ever smelled it," and I was like. Thanks. And the reason for that, Britt, yeah. let me tell you, the reason for that, mm-hmm. candles. Yeah. I started buying candles from a place called Grocery Outlet. They offer Love discount grocery discount outlet. groceries. They also offer discount candles. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know what? Candles make your house smell fucking nice. And that's my That's recommendation better. is just buy some cheap candles, burn them all the time. Your house will smell so much better. Hell, yeah. I love that. It that's fucking good. rocks. It's a pretty chill recommendation, but that's what I got chill this week. Yeah. What you got, Britt? Uh, I'm going to recommend an album to you, and several albums to you, that we'll Please. be listening to next week on our special episode. Okay. Uh, the big one I'm recommending to you is Power Paladins mm-hmm. with the Magic of Windfire Steel <laughs> from 2022, released uh-huh. just a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh, amazing modern power metal album. Super catchy, super fun. Can't recommend it enough. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it some more next week. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've recommended you mine as well. You have. Um, just so you know, listener, what it is we're talking about, we're going to start doing a monthly uh, modern music catch-up where we each share three albums that we've been listening to that mm-hmm. are recent. Yeah. I, I think there, there are guidelines on that are, are loose, which I think is nice. Yeah. Um, I, I would say like within the last three months or so. Yeah, two to three months. Two or three months, something like that. Episode, yeah. yeah, totally. So... We're just talking about recent music that we think is cool that we want to talk about mm-hmm. and uh, share with each other and see what it's like. So we'll be doing that as a uh, as a bonus episode um, yeah. on our Patreon. Yeah, we got a, check that a out. ton of great feedback on our uh, album of the year casts, mm-hmm. and so we've decided to kind of do uh, little microcosms of that every single month. Hell yeah! So look forward to it for like the uh, last episode of the month. 
will typically be accompanied with one of those, is my guess. In um, fucking deep. So it's going to be pretty tight. Uh, do check it out when we do that. Please do. Hot Shots Part 2. Hot Shots Part 2. I think that means it's time for my favorite part of the show. It is time for the bucket jokes. Bucket joke. I'm gonna tell some jokes. Please tell me the jokes, Britt. I need the jokes. Give them to me. What is mostly metal? but has a little bit of brass and is strictly created for guys who don't shave their balls. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Demi Borgir. Uh, Isan solo music. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, what journey takes at least 24 hours costs at least $40. And when you're done, you're exactly back where you started. I don't know. Uh, reviewing the days till Halloween Pike series. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, my sanity yeah i donated some blood the other day Mm -hmm. um the salvation army santa did not know what to do (laughs) yeah give him blood um speaking of uh speaking of thrift stores um Mm -hmm. did you hear about the deranged janitor who shot up a thrift store the other day Mm -mm. he was goodwill hunting (laughs) yikes yikes where can yeah. you donate used prosthetics? Uh, I don't know. To the second-hand store. <laughs> That'd be a great name for a used prosthetics yeah, store. Right? Yeah. Right? Um, uh, what is the good. difference between 311 uh-huh. and 911? Oh, I don't know. It's 600. Are you that bad at math? <laughs> Seriously, it's really easy, dude. Um, I tried Viagra for the first time the other day, but mm-hmm. I uh, couldn't come while using it. It got really hard, but I couldn't finish. So mm-hmm. I looked at the instructions, and they didn't say anything. So instead, I referenced the troubleshooting page. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of like tech support for Viagra. Yeah. Like you get a call from like an old man, and it's <laughs> like I can't come. And you're like, all right, mm-hmm. have you tried touching your penis? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I haven't tried that. How do I do that? Usually, it usually works. Touch your penis. Um, uh-huh. Why don't you be the old man? I'll be the the tech support guy. Uh, hey. Uh, hi, how can I help you today? Uh, I ate the pills and I can't come. Uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Has, is your penis erect? I can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> Leave a message and all the Perfect. But seriously, mm-hmm. uh, I was actually addicted to Viagra for a while. Um, <laughs> cool. I, I tried quitting cold turkey, but I couldn't, so I had to like slowly taper off of it. Uh, the first couple weeks were the hardest. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, how is Enron? Like the band that wrote Feel Like Making Love. <laughs> I don't know. Bad Company. <laughs> That's a beautiful joke. That's a really good one. How is Spencer's foreplay like the band that wrote Day After Day? Oh, no. Bad Finger. <laughs> 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 
Uh, um, nice. So my buddy got a Tesla and uh-huh. uh, was checking out the autopilot feature. We got into an accident because cars have drivers, not pilots. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's, fuck you. Uh, uh, I uh, really didn't get along with my in-laws until I found out that is not another name for your parole officer. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kid Rock is mm-hmm. a false advertisement. He clearly makes rock for adults. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'll close out on this one. Um, I uh, set up a support group for asexuals, but nobody came. Ha, 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 joke. Wow. Oh, wow. We did it. Wow. We did it. We're here we, at the end of the show. We did the dig dang dong. Did the dig dang dong. Did the ding dong dig dang. The diggity, dingity dong. Where can I find you on the internet, Spencer? Spencer.zone. Where can I find you physically? Spencer.zone. Where, where do you sleep? Uh, on the internet. Spencer.zone. There you go. Yeah. Britt, what about you? You can find me at Dog Vorbis most places, or hit us up on our socials at A Bucket Cast. And you know what? Hmm? Huge shout out. Who are motherfuckers supporting us on Patreon? Hell yeah! In the five dollar tier, we got uh, Ian Killia, Dylan Lance, and Dan Motherfucking Morrison. My Thank you dudes. so much. You make uh, this podcast happen. If you want to uh, support us and listen to all of our bonus content and access our video archive and hear oh yeah. Our Songs that we put up for you and shit. Hell yeah. Uh, check out uh, patreon.com slash a bucket cast for as little as $2 a month, which comes out to less than 50 cents a week. I except know, in February. That. What a fucking deal. It's yeah. exactly mm. 50 except on a leap year. You know what? Not all February's. Not all February's. Not all February's. Hashtag not all February's, baby. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. So for the very most 50 cents a month, you get. At least like three, four hours, five hours of bonus content every fucking month. It's pretty tight. It's That's, such a good deal. Yeah, like you're, you're scamming us. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like how how often do you watch uh, fifty cents worth of content on Netflix for fifty cents? Netflix is almost twenty dollars a month. I know, right? You you'd have to watch like a hundred hours of fucking TV a month. Order, I think it is twenty dollars. Yeah, month. you'd have to like watch TV for like a hundred hours a month just on Netflix in order to get the same deal on content you get with I us. I know what a what a deal what and, a value and you know what we're not capitalists no like, like like netflix no we we i we spend money on our own bills and that's it because we're poor yeah yeah hate to see it unlike netflix netflix is not poor we don't like the color red like netflix does no we like black black is cooler support black uh-huh this is a black owned no it's not it is not um, no this is a black wearing business thank you very much there you go yeah. there you go hell um, yeah Anyways, this has been Spencer. Anyways, this has been Britain. You've been listening to Getting Head. A bucket cast! Stay greasy bucket bucket heads. heads. Namaste. Namaste.